It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for the rundown. The Raspberry Voice kids are back in the saddle, ready to shake, roll, and rattle. Today, we're going to do pop culture. Ladies, do you make your man a plate? Ladies. Fellas, do you expect your plate to be made? Come ride my Mercedes. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the CBI. Man, that was terrible. We're going to talk about spring football because why else would we be here if we weren't talking about spring football? Maybe a little R. Kelly. I don't know. Jesse Smollett. I don't know. Donald Trump. Definitely not. It's time to go. Raspberry Voice Kids. Let's get it. All right, Jeremy, this is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pitt. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm here with J.N. Fiend, and I want to know the question of the hour. It came up on Twitter, and now I can't stop thinking about it. Should a woman make a play? We're now, we're out of yeah. DuPont with the okay. family. Oh, du- look at you. Good For those back. who know, if you know, you know. <laughs> Bring it up, we're DuPont. Going way back. We're okay, out of DuPont. Okay. Everybody's playing cards. Some people are dancing, Have telling stories. We all laughing. The food is now ready to be served. Do you expect the woman you're with? Well, the truth is, do I expect the woman I'm with? Um, the the thing is, I like what I like, and I know what I know. Like maybe if she knows me for a long time, maybe she can get me what I want. But for me, the way I feel, I'm a, I'm a different type of dude, man. I love shopping. I love grocery shopping. Oh, I don't like gro- I love grocery shopping. I love shopping anything for me. You don't have to prove it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean I do. So, like, if you let me make my plate for myself, I get the portions I like. I like, you know, I get what looks good to me. You don't have to put a whole bunch on the plate that I'm, I'm looking at like, mm, mm, okay, I'll eat it because it's there. So, for me... I don't expect her to make me a plate, but I will say, 
it is a special thing if she does. Because in this world, is, it's, it's, you know, this world is changing. If she makes me a plate, it makes me feel, it makes me feel special. I'm being honest. It makes me feel special. I like it too. That's how I feel about making a plate. I don't expect it, but I appreciate it. Amen. And I feel like there's a significant difference. I think that it's an old-fashioned thing, but I also think it's cultural. And this all came up because I came across this thread on Twitter. And the thread on Twitter, which was so interesting, was a woman was experiencing this culture for the first time, and she had not. And she did not understand the intricacies. She didn't understand the talk that could be generated if you made a plate for a man that you were not in a public relationship with. Or if you didn't make a plate for a man when you were in a public relationship. Okay, yeah. Or if you made a plate for another woman's man and the implications mm-hmm. of that. Like I heard mm-hmm. one woman say, I'm grown, he's grown, we can make our own plates. But Lord help her if she decides to make a plate for my man. It's too funny. That was, that was my funniest comment on that thread. That was so my favorite great. comment it's on so that thread. But it's real. Like People don't understand those, those potlucks, those cookouts, those barbecues down south. Uh, and in certain families, making plates is a serious thing. And, and, and it's just a basic, like I said, it's almost like opening doors or pulling out chairs. You know, our father taught us and our mother and, and, showed us. And, and we were talking about that. That's what it is. But that's just cultural for us. Amen. And, and that's what you expect as a dude, then you better be doing what you're supposed to do on the other aspect. Yeah, if you it. expect her to be old-fashioned, then you got to be old-fashioned too. Amen. Open doors, pull out chairs, better not be asking her out on dates by no text message. Providing for the family. Providing for the family. That's what it is. You should be able to do carpentry, plumbing. The funny thing, cars. hold up, hold up. The funny thing is, I just talked to one of my homeboys and he was talking about him and his, his uh, significant other. And uh, is this uh, Travis or Garrett? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's somebody else. And, and one thing he said is, he was like, oh, well, she was talking about how much money he spends. He was like, well, my money is my money. You can spend whatever my you money, want. My money, my money. Whatever, whatever you want to spend with your money is your. And I thought, whoa, I mean, I, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? Because for me, well, let, let's, the, finish, let's finish this topic first. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Here, because that's a good topic. And I feel, like, I feel like that's another pop culture day. All right, no, all right, all right. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna hold off to another pop culture. I feel like there's a whole different. That's thing. a whole my different bad. discussion. My bad, my bad. However, part of the plate making, in my opinion, is how long have you been dating? Are you married? Do you have children? All those things change whether plates get made. Like I heard one person say, "I make my plate for my children first. because in the time it takes me to make a plate for my children, he could have made his own plate." I heard that, and I, oh, I'm gonna be real. I was like, okay, here's the thing. I don't mind making my I make my plate every single time because I like to get what I get. But that comment that I read and was like, he could make his own plate. I was like, mm, okay. It, yeah. it, but it's clearly a person. Maybe, who, maybe who's, grip who's, my it's, teeth it's a little a, bit. It's a different culture. The other thing I'll say is the best comment came from Randy Price who said, my wife ain't allowed to make my plate because she'd be stingy with the portions. Plus, <laughs> Randy wait, Price, wait, wait. look, if you don't know Randy Price, Randy Rizzo. Price is the best. Look, he's one of the funniest Mr. Ever Mr. Lived. King, like, I don't care my team lost. I got my stats. Yes. Dude always rocking the red shoes. Because red's the color. And he can shoot wherever he wants on the court because he's Steph Curry with the threes. No, but Randy Price is one of the funniest people in the world. But the other thing he said was the other problem with her is when the food come out, she's busy talking, and I got to go handle my business. <laughs> <laughs> so his wife is not allowed to make his plate. That was his whole saying. Randy, Randy Price, Randy Price, Larry. So I just, I, but I'll tell you right now, if Don't I'm in be a relationship, to be on, if I'm in front of first or second shift, okay. if I'm in a relationship, I do not expect, but I will greatly appreciate, and it will be a nice little key to my heart if a woman makes my plate. 
Because uh, I'm not going to front. I'm a mama's boy. My mama make my plate when we out still. <laughs> I got kids. I'm 36. got kids. My mama make my plate. Yeah, clearly the favorite. The favorite. I mean, people like what they like, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what do you guys (laughs) think? What do you guys think? (laughs) What do you guys think about plate making? If you're a woman, do you feel like it's your responsibility to make your man a plate? If so, at what stage in the relationship do you make a plate? At what stage do you stop making a plate? Hold up. Hold on. Let me guess. Cindy still makes your plate, too. You know Cindy make me a plate. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know we try to get I'm on Cindy. The, we try to get on something else, but look, I'm trying to just say like, Look, look. You the it, only person who had a picture of a senior picture in her house in her dining room when people walked in. But I I no, I'm not salty. It's all right. It's okay. Man. Hey Brian. This reminds, my, hey, Uncle Brian, you my dude, all right? Reminds Love me you. of Frozen. Love you. Just reminds me of Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one laughing. All right, guys. All right. So back to that. When do you make a play for a man if you're in a relationship or if you're dating, like before a relationship? When do you stop? Is it when you have children? Is it, you know, what or or is this just a personal preference kind of or thing? Or do you make him make you a play? Yeah, or does he make you a play? And fellas, how do you feel? Are you old fashioned? Do you feel it's demeaning? Do you feel it's something that you appreciate, you respect, you want, you expect? Which one is it? Um, let us know. But I just we just wanted to talk about it. A little pop culture for you. Boom. Raspy Voice. The home of the Raspy Voice Kids official pepperoni roll. Pizza Place, the pizza place of Morgantown, West Virginia, up there on the mile ground. Please go check out Mike and Luca as they hook you up with pies, sometimes heart-shaped pies. They do their very best, and it is the best pizza in the entire state, bar none. The Raspy Voice Kids approve, and we indulge. Go check them out when you want some real flavor. We want to thank Shrinkables, a longtime partner, our first sponsor. They make the best bulldogs in the entire world. They're so cute, they're so cuddly. You can add them to your family. Shrink up bulls. And finally, the international traveler, quintessential businessman, Mr. Jim Ashley, a proud sponsor and partner of the Raspberry Boys Kids, also hailing from Parkersburg like your boys, the RVK. Please get at us. Astorg Auto of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astorgado of Charleston, a tradition of automotive excellence. Learn more at astorgado.com. Don't, 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 don't. CBI time, and I'm not talking about the California Bureau of Investigation. See, no, C- CBI. Oh, oh, CBI. CBI, CBI. Not the California Bureau of Investigation, although so, so many of us wish it was what we were talking about at this point in time. We are not. We are talking about the West Virginia University men's basketball team. They made an appearance a pay-to-play appearance, a $50,000 entrance fee, a $40,000 per home game uh, as far as fees were concerned or payments or whatever you want to call it. A little foreshadowing, home game. Home game into the CBI. They took care of business against Dan Marley's Grand Canyon, Thunder Dan Marley, and then they ran into a buzzsaw called Coastal Carolina. 
called Carolina. You should just left the Carolina. Carolina is dope. Yo, Carolina. Carolina, Carolina man. <laughs> Carolina historically, you know, historically. Tobacco you know. Road. I'm sure they part of it. Like they. <laughs> all right, maybe. Well, maybe Coastal Carolina. Sure you get the Tobacco Road from Coastal Carolina. Maybe Coastal, but like through osmosis, they probably got a little bit of the greatness. Osmosis right? Jones, right? No, they were 16 and 16, Brandon. And you talking about a home game. This year, 6,500 people there in the stands. We have played our best basketball at home. And yet, do you know we put up our worst loss ever in the history of the Coliseum? Worst loss or the most points scored? Well, excuse me. Most points scored The most ever points given up. In the history of the Coliseum, 109 points to the mighty Carolina. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Coastal Carolina. Chanticleers. And let me tell you, I, right, let me ahead, tell you real quick. They had 90 points with about four and a half minutes, about four minutes to go. They could easily have scored far more than 109, if we're being honest. I was at the game, me, Pops, Mom Dukes, both kids. Right. The kids had a great time. They were in love with all the pretzels and, and the slushies. They could all care the, less about the tail whipping that was happening on the court. All the $9 yeah. <laughs> purchases you could nah, make. Yeah, that Nana and Pop Pop purchase. And uh, they got a picture with the Mountaineer. Shout out to Trevor Keys. He's going his way out. But uh, he was gracious enough to get a picture with uh, Layden and Layla. Shout out to Matt Anders. He came up. Got to say what's up to him. And shout out to Robbie Blair. Got to meet that dude, too. Appreciate y'all. Um, so those things were the highlights. John Lowe got to talk to him a lot. Chris Hall always. And Chris Hall and Mike Hall got to meet them. So those things were excellent. Those things were fun. It was fun to see the Coliseum filled up for what you would call a game that doesn't actually matter at being in the CBI. That is where it ends. And, it, and the thing is, we had so much hope going into this. I saw a, a media, a West Virginia media outlet talking about, oh, all you fans who who are upset that we lost also thought we were really good. Why would we think we're good? We're fans. We're fanatics. We're supposed to buy in. We beat Oklahoma. And if you look, Texas Tech is still in Sweet 16. And we beat them. Texas Tech. And we beat them solidly. Solidly. With a short bench. We show that we have talent. So all of a sudden we rebound and we start playing well. And we think, hey, look, our people are putting together the pieces of the puzzle. They're starting to buy in. Those those old guys, the, the other dudes who were on the team who are no longer there. Us fans were buying in, and we thought, like everybody did, we should win the CBI. Yeah, I thought we'd win the CBI handily. I, everybody talked about how it was another month of practices. We all just had a foregone conclusion that at the bare minimum we'd be in the finals. There was no thought that we could be out in the second round, and there was certainly no thought that we could give up 109 points to anybody. Anyone. And anybody who's saying that they thought that we were going to lose to Coastal Carolina, who said that they didn't think that we we're going to beat Coastal Carolina, you're liars. I, I, I absolutely 100% believe you're liars. Yeah. Because cause, cause there's people. Who, I mean, I don't know. There, you know, there are some people who are pessimists, and there's some people who are just straight haters. I, I guess they're negative Nancys. Yeah, just you, got some, of those. Negative, you but, got some of those who just always. But if you watch us against Oklahoma and Texas Tech, how in the world could you look around and think, oh, we're going to lose. Or even to, against Grand Canyon in the second half. That's what I'm saying. You're going to lose. But it all started out real bad. I don't know if you uh, recognize this because I know you, you, were, you didn't get the chance to see the streaming live. Derek Culver didn't play the first half. He didn't, but then again, when he came in, like everybody erupted and, and yeah, cheered. Yeah, but Derek like, Culver also uh, allegedly was in the hospital with pneumonia and AFib. Okay. So I when know, he comes I, back I in, he's not 100%. He kept coming out, even though Logan Rod had the fouls, he didn't play as much as he typically would, probably because he wasn't fully healthy. And people say, well, what's the difference? They kept making three after three after three. Yes, they also kept getting second chance shots. 
healthy Derek Culver keeps you from getting second chance shots because healthy Derek Culver gets rebounds off the board and allows our guys. That's true. It changes the amount of possessions. But, but, it changes but, the pace of the game. But I, honestly, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm not saying we were going to win. I'm not saying we were going to win. I'm just we saying. played 16-16 Coastal Carolina. The guys Huggy recruited, the guys who were there, I understand there was a few guys who didn't play because of being kicked off the team or being injured. And Derek, by the way, Derek Culver missed the first half of the game because he was late to the game. Yes, yes, this is very true. It, so, I mean, it wasn't I will say sick. that we weren't playing Duke. We weren't playing North Carolina. We weren't even playing Baylor. We were playing Coastal Carolina. And that's where I make the differential. Like, I understand Culver wasn't there. I understand he was sick. But you mean to tell me that these D1 athletes? Jeremy, you got to remember. now Power is, five. Only power five in there. Jeremy, we couldn't play players? with these other kids? So we didn't have Issa. We didn't have Wes. We didn't have I don't care. Beetle. We didn't have I don't care. Dooms. We didn't have Culver. So here's the other thing you have so, to have. So, 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 now, so, now not only- so if we didn't have all those people, maybe we could play top. No. These we also had a short bench. So we have a short bench where people get tired. And where then, was Coastal Carolina? Carolina's Carolina in the 80s, then 60, our, then 60s, our, 70s, 80s. Th- We're not talking about a top 50 team. Yeah, That's my we, point. We weren't top 50 all year. This is true. So this that's what true. I'm saying. Who was ranked? That's my whole thing. Is all I'm saying is I'm not excusing. Here's the reason I'm not excusing it because we gave up 109 points. There's no excuse for that. There's the no most excuse, ever no in Coliseum history. That record. And like the, there's only one good thing about that, by the way. Like the, the I watched the uh, three guys and before game, uh, and like they said, that record does not be, excuse me does not deserve to be long. To Coastal Carolina. How many good teams have came into Morgan? Wait, no. Wait, are you kidding me? I'm glad it belongs to Coastal Carolina. I'm glad Kansas doesn't have it. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I you, the I most importantly, I'm mostly glad that the team who had it prior from 1971. No We're not talking about it. being glad deserves. We're saying who really deserves. If ever, if ever. But you hear what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I, I kind of do. Do you want Notre Dame to have it? You'd rather no, have Notre no, Dame no, have no, that? no, 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 that, no, no, UCon, no, 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 yeah, I take that back. Uh, I'm looking. After, by the way, I'm looking at him with a side eye. What I what? Meant, what I mean to say is, after everything we've been through, okay. I'm no longer embarrassed. At, after it's this like, year it's like, has progressed, it's like, I'm not embarrassed. It's like when you result. with the girl. It's like when you with the girl who who is nothing but a straight up thought. She trifling, and she didn't embarrass you at family functions, uh, at, at public occasions, at work. Why are you talking to me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you, hey, you saying it's hey, man. Why are you saying hey, it's hard? Look, look. People, coming at me sideways, son. It's so funny when, when nerves get tough because I was not talking. <laughs> I was not talking about keep you. Going, keep going. But though, anyway, going. you go through so much in the situation, you can't be embarrassed anymore, right? Like when you lose so many games. It was like it was like the in 2012 when we started out five and zero, and then we started losing, and we kept losing, and we kept losing. Nothing was surprising, nothing was embarrassing anymore because it was just expected. And for me, what happened that night? I expected us to beat. I expected us to beat Coastal Carolina and beat them handily. It's part of why I drove three hours on a Monday night and let my kids miss school for the game. Stupid. Is <laughs> because I thought for sure we were going to win, but when we were losing, I was just like. Yep. <laughs> but I will say this. If you didn't watch the game, we were in their faces often. They could not miss. 
They could not miss. Which is typical of West Virginia they basketball. Couldn't miss. It seems like people always have their best games against us. And, and I'm not saying that we played perfect defense. We didn't. Oftentimes we were lost. Oftentimes we were confused. And then other times we just straight up could not guard them. Lamont West, I will tell you, you know, Jeremy, one thing I want to say. Lamont West had the best 10-second stretch in his life. He blocks a shot hard on one end, rushes down the court. Somebody, I think it was Jermaine Haley, misses the layup, and he put dunks it, put back dunk immediately in the air, Jeremy. Then immediately they fast break, Coastal Carolina fast breaks, and Lamont throws it into the stands no way. again. Wow. Jeremy, Jeremy, it's the best 10-second stretch of Lamont West's career. I love it. And somebody, might, somebody needs to video that. Right I now. know. I, I told, I said that to everybody in my section. So I that will might say, be the best moment in his life. We'll say, I, I do need to say this, because sometimes in football, we talk about the student section so much. Yeah. The crowd we, was good. We need to talk about the crowd, because that's one thing that I've seen on all, you know, media outlets talking mm. about the crowd. We were fourth. No, I think we were fifth. In overall home attendance in the Big 12 this year, fifth out of 10. We were also fourth in overall attendance. That's away games, neutral sites, and home games in our worst year ever. Yeah. 6,500 yeah. to 6,700, depending on who's you know taking the count. Yeah, yeah. Showed up I, I for just this said 65 game. is a huggy. That's right. 6,700 people show up um, at a game that honestly is worthless. Mountaineer faithful showed up and supported our Mountaineers this year, and we get on them so much when the student section doesn't show up to football games. I just uh, take my cap- student section. Student section did not represent. I'm just saying. I'm saying Mountaineer faithful as a whole. Like I saw somebody take a picture of the student showed section. up. Yeah, somebody took a picture of the student section. Said I thought spring break was last week. Yeah, right, right. So I mean, if we're being honest, but you're right. The fans. My parents drove two hours. We drove three hours, um, and and happy to do it. Love doing it. I mean, Tip of the great. cap. That's all I'm doing. Tip of the cap to Mountaineer Faithful, man. Yeah. Mountaineer t- Nation. And, and so the question now is next year, what's happening next year? Because Oscar Sweetway is not going to fix our guards not being able to stop people from penetrating. And there are people who are talking about – people think defense is just effort. You're right. Defense is largely about effort. Defense is also about speed, agility, talent. You got it or you don't. Javon Carter – had talent. He also had work ethic. So he went from being a good player to being an immortal West Virginia player. There are guys on there, I don't care how many hours extra they spend in the gym, I don't care how soon before the game they get there, Chase Harler is never going to be Javon Carter. Amen. And I'm not saying that. And he works hard. That's why and I said and we Chase Harler. we love his worth ethic. That's why I said Chase Harler, because I like Amen. Chase Harler. Yeah, me too. And Chase Harler works too. hard. And Chase Harler is a West Virginia boy. But there are certain things you just have or you don't. And I'm Amen. not saying you can't get better, but there's only so much better you can get. People have ceilings. People have floors and people have ceilings. And I think there's a lot of guys on this team. The other thing you have to look at is Jordan McCabe. He's got a meniscus tear. So how much of that is impacting what his defense really is? Um, then there are other guys I just don't – I don't see Lamont West getting much better. I think Lamont West is what Lamont West is going to be as a junior. I think – that this is going to be a very interesting thing because there are people who still think there's going to be another guy who's leaving. I saw recently that Wes Harris still has WVU in his bio, whereas Beetle Bolden had a Georgia Tech jersey on in his Instagram post, mm. even though he put not committed. Mm. So that was a really hard thing to see, um, Beetle being who he is and what he did for us you know, as far as effort and everything is concerned. But it is going to be curious. There are people who were worried that Eric Martin was leaving because he wasn't on the bench for the Grand Canyon game. Which isn't true. Eric Martin was back on the bench for the Coastal Carolina game. Guys, you see rumors on Facebook pages, they don't mean anything. A lot of people don't know what they're talking about, but they really like to talk about it anyway. Um, So you you never know. You just got to wait and see. 
We're going to wait and see who's back coach-wise. You're going to wait and see who's back player-wise. But the thing that's not going to change is Mountaineer Faithful is going to remain. Right, my voice. But where you at? Where you at? Missing you right now, especially after the CBI. It is time to get back. Kind of hard when you're not around. <laughs> no, you ain't having smiling Smile down. down man. Watching out as we pray for you. Every day we pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> spring can't spring is here in my heart is where i keep you friend <laughs> man there's nothing like football there, there is, is nothing no- like mountaineer I, football i love football i love mountaineer football i love mountaineer basketball i love sports in general sports nerd call me what you feel but when Hop Sept- platinum hummer with the platinum wheel <laughs> you know but when <laughs> september comes around when April comes around, well, now excuse me, uh, new thing. This is a brand new thing. I never cared about spring ball. Brand before. new, brand new, brand new. Yeah, because people people will hate on me, but I'll tell you, when I already know what's going to happen, or when I already know that I can't know what's going to happen, then I don't care. Austin Kendall, Trey Lowe, and Jack Allison are battling it out. And you can say what you want about who's going to be the man. At least there's a quarterback battle brewing also, for the first time in, in what a decade. No, no, no. And, and, and the defensive coordinator, Vic Coning. Can't yeah, Coning. He's sitting there talking about you know getting players in shape and getting players online and getting cutting, players bought in, cutting out all the phones and all the excess stuff. He man, said somebody checked a message during a, whole a new world. <laughs> He said somebody checked a message during a meeting. He said, now, I could have just gone and went all crazy, basically, is what he said. Yeah. Or I just basically said, come on, man. It's true. He says, come on, man. I say, who doesn't love this? I love Which it. Which Mountaineer fan doesn't love this? I love There's it. no way you can't love this. Uh, uh, Neil Brown comes in. Vic Coning. All these coaches. All these players. Alpo, Chad Scott with the with the tweets every morning. They are pump, 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 pump it up. Pump. Mount, the Mountaineer program. The spring game is coming. Like, for me, honestly, like, you know, Chris Hall, he'll put me on blast. He'll put me on blast in front of everybody talking about He been put me on blast. I'm tired of him. You ain't. <laughs> I told him already. I said, I'm stop. Nation, between the ears. Look. I told Chris Hall, I said, we're going to stop having private conversations. Yeah. Since you won't make everything public. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, s- stop wearing your West Virginia hat in interviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to cover the team, Chris. Loser. Chris. Then stop wearing the West Virginia logo at least. Yeah. If people can't tell, this is a tongue-in-cheek. No, we love, Chris. <laughs> we love Chris. We love Chris. We also disagree with what we just said. We're making a joke. And we're making fun. I don't remember who the guy was who said that to him. I don't know. I don't know. Chris covers one team. By, and by the we way, all know he roots for West Virginia. Just like we all know Stuart Scott loved North Carolina. And look, like we all know Charles Barkley loves Auburn. Nobody's we, pretending anymore. It's 2019. And no, that's what I was going to say. Look, I get it. Look, when, when I saw the person said, hey, you don't wear the team that you cover on your hat when you cover them. I thought, you know what? 2001 wanted their sentiments back. Yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. It's a whole new world. Yeah, it's over. Do you know, you know how things change? Stuart Scott came on saying, booyah, and... You know, things are as cool as the other side of the pillow. And people are like, whoa, whoa, c- uh, calm down. You don't say this. And you know what? It changed the sports environment. And it that's what happens. totally and completely. That's forever. what happens. Every few decades, things change. Things have changed. Matter of fact, Scott Van Pelt, the host of, of ESPN's Late Night, every night. You know what he has? If you look at his his uh, beginning, like the, the beginning. Yeah, the intro. The intro? 
a Maryland helmet. Why? Because he went to Maryland. He's a turp. He doesn't pretend he's not. It's all different, man. It's a different world. Like, I keep singing, third time, a whole new world. Shout out to Unreasonable Doubt. You know he loves that. Real talk. No, but it is. It's just a different world. And the different world for Mountaineer Nation is transparency. Boom. Jeremy, watching these Neil Brown videos that the uh, WVU marketing department has come out with, the athletic department has come out with, we get to see what's going on. We get to see Neil Brown's personality. I was told by John, well, no, I, I was told, John Antonic, I believe was the man who tweeted, he has never seen a more crisp, a more precise practice in his 30 years of covering WVU football. And it was the third practice, Jeremy. I hear it, I hear it, and I'm excited, but then I also pull back for myself because as a Mountain fan, as much as I feel like we're going 12-0 every year, as much as I oh, drink see, the Kool-Aid. See, 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 but I'm not talking about going 12-0. I'm talking about process. I'm just, I look, let you're me set about, You're talking about results. I'm talking about process. My Mountaineer, let me set it up, okay? All right. As much as I feel about, you know, I think we're going 12-0, I feel like, boom, we're going to do it. There's also part of me that also has that pullback of, mm-hmm, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? What Rasheed Marshall's throwing like he's never thrown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, Rasheed, but that's, that's not. Uh-oh. That, Pat that White is throwing the ball all over the field. That is he's going to throw for 9,000 yards. That's mm-hmm. not, that's, that's, that is not what's being said right now. I'm just saying, as a fan, sometimes that's how I take it. I'm not saying it's right or how wrong. Many games, that, Jeremy, how many games did we lose because of a dumb penalty? No, it's true. How many it's games did we true. lose because of a mental it's breakdown? True. It's true. And here we have the player. Sometimes I can't hear coaches talk without feeling like, it is just something to push their agenda or to push somebody else. But the coaches aren't else. saying it. It's the media. I know. Chris Hall saying it. John Antonick saying it. But it's all Kool-Aid. No, they're telling you. They're not it's telling all Kool-Aid. People, you, people who make are, the Kool-Aid. Jeremy, they're not telling you these guys are bigger and faster. They're not saying they're smarter. I don't care smarter. what they're saying. They're I'm not saying this is the year Fans are short up. for fanatics, and when I hear it, it's Kool-Aid. It's something I drink, and I say, you know what? We're going to be 12-0. and 0. So, so I'm not saying that's Jeremy's how I feel. Jeremy's a dude who gets the placebo. But definitely gets all the benefits of whatever, all of it, of whatever medication they're trying to push. I push in pumps and I could dunk the next day. <laughs> no, but I, I just I just like that the process is right. I like that you have guys who are bought in. I like that you have guys. Um, Me too. I, I like that the culture is shifting. I like that the media has access that they didn't have before. I like that these. Pra- I, I like that we can. I think I like that we get to get Kool Aid and get excited. Right, like before, we didn't even know who was on the team all the time. Like I, Dana, Dana, I like that too. I don't. Like, here's the thing: don't get it twisted. I'm excited. I love that stuff too. But I also say, like I've said a million times, it's like a brand new girlfriend. I got a brand new girlfriend. Like there's new stuff, and like everything's wonderful in the world. I, I try to resign, reserve myself for September to see what it really is. Yeah, but I feel like we're talking about two completely different things right now. Maybe all right. Yeah, like I, you keep talking about the results. I'm just talking about the process. I like the process. I would rather go eight and four like we did last year with this kind of transparency, with this kind of um, conversation, than go eight and four with a guy who's cantankerous and fighting with Mike Casaza uh, right, and the rest right, of the media right, right. And, and a guy who won't I- credential podcast because they're stuck in whatever year they're stuck in. This was recorded prior to us finding out that Brendan Ferns was going to take a medical redshirt and retire from football. Please carry on. I guess like, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. This is a different world that I like. It, I like knowing that Brendan Ferns and Dylan Tonkery, fresh off injury, are practicing full bore. I like knowing that Michael Laughlin, who had an ACL tear, is in a green jersey, but he's still getting ready. 
I like knowing that Quandarius Qualls is now a down lineman, a defensive end instead of a linebacker. I like knowing that Darius Cohen, who Vic Coning called out publicly, is practicing full go when they were talking about what he needed to do to get on the field. He's on the field. But sometimes as fans, and me, I'm going to be a fan for a second, is the For proce- a second. <laughs> <laughs> the process affects my outcome. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? I agree. I agree. So, can I, we just, so, I, so, so, so saying, can we just talk about the process now and leave the, leave the outcome for later? No, because sometimes, look, look, there's been so many years I've looked at the process. Like last year, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Last year, we talked say. about this all. There's chemistry we've never yep. seen. Yep. Everybody <laughs> dancing. Everybody having fun. I was like, yeah, G. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, G. We're having fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, like there's something different about this. Yeah, uh, uh, it did. Uh, you're right. It felt different. Uh, Javon Carter, when he was here, and Daxter Miles, and we're going through it, and yeah. we're winning games. We're like, there's something different. Senior Laden, they're hard nosed. Like, so sometimes we as fans, and and but and that's why I want to strip that away for a moment and let us as fans. It's hard just, though. It's that's hard. why I'm trying. That's why I. This is therapy, trying. y'all. Hey, look, this is therapy, y'all. Yeah, we, 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 we we going through therapy. That's we're talking why I'm through trying it. to just focus on that. Like I like knowing that. I like knowing that Austin Kendall. Is winning the approval of his teammates. Me too. I because love it's it. not just about who's the best quarterback. I mean, that's the most important part. But it's also about who do your teammates respect. Because I will tell you, Austin Kendall had already announced he transferred, and TJ Simmons was still tweeting, "That's my quarterback." Talking about Jack Allison. But then again, and there were other guys putting QB one talking about Jack. Well, we've seen that in the past. I'm, uh, we definitely seen that in the past. Where we've seen it. With Adam Benaric. Adam Benaric. There's people who said Adam Benaric. Jamal Aday. Yeah. Jamal Aday. There you go. Who's, who's there you the go. Coach right now. I saw him. There was a player who got injured. I saw him at Ruby. I asked who was going to win the quarterback battle. And Jamal, Jamal Aday told me, without question, Adam Benaric should be the starter. And Jamal Aday was very wrong. And and, and when was, I saw him at Kegler's for the signing day, I reminded him of that conversation. That's right, because Pat White was the answer. Because Pat he White showed he was the answer. But I like what I'm telling you, though, is Austin Kendall's doing the things he has to do. It's the same kinds of things that happen when you sign a free agent in the NFL. And, and somebody's taking somebody's number, somebody's taking somebody's locker, somebody's taking somebody's role. You've got to win over the locker room if you're going to have the most benefit. It's true. That's Most true. importantly, you got to get the best guy, but the second best thing to do is to win the locker room. And it sounds like Austin Kendall is doing those things. And I, and I know I sound like I'm flip-flopping, but here's the truth. And I always go back to math problems. Math problems, you can get the right answer. I used to always get the right answer. But the truth is there's a process. And if you use a process, you get every answer right not just you know most of them no i like that analogy and, and, and that's where we are with with neil brown it seems like neil brown and his coaching staff are going through the exact process to get every answer right not just most of them yeah one of the things he keeps saying too is don't be afraid to fail up meaning you make a mistake but don't make the same mistake twice or don't make it the same way or don't make it two days in a row i like that he walks around with the headset on and when he makes a mistake he calls himself out. Yep, that's the first mistake I made today. That that one's on me. My it's bad. so crazy. Like he's just got here, and like I said, there's a lot to go but, and a lot to really learn. But, but his guys, Al Pogue, you should see how happy and excited they are. My they point love is, being here. My point is this: I love them already. Yes, that's what's crazy. I love them. Like we 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 sit here and talk all these different things, and I say, well, maybe, might be kind of. Oh well, oh oh well, oh. And then we look at him, and the truth is, I can't front. I love them already. So let me ask you a question. This is what we asked. I asked Mountaineer Nation this. 421 people voted on Twitter. Twitter. 70% chose who they believed would be the choice. Okay. There is no Austin Kendall. 
who has the best chance. I didn't say there is no Austin Kendall. I didn't say that. I just asked, who has the best chance at being the starting quarterback, Trey Lowe or Jack Allison? Who would you say? David Sills. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Um, um, William Crest. No, no. I, see, I see. Thank you. Thank you. I was trying to think of funny, funny. Jarrell House. No, I was trying, uh, <laughs> trying to think of funny answers. Uh, for me, who if, do you think? No, if Austin Kettle's not there, I say Trey Lowe because I feel, I mean, and I keep saying we haven't seen a lot with Jack Allison, but I do feel like, me personally, I, I go Trey Lowe. Let me, let me just. 70% of Mountaineer Nation agrees with you. And the thing I see think, what he has. I think the biggest thing is because Jack Allison, we've seen what he can do. Now it was only eight practices, and as Anthony Lewis from three, section three or four said on the on the Facebook thing that I posted today, he said he had eight practices with a guy who had eight toes out the door, and people are writing Jack Allison off. That's a good. That's a good I'm sorry, <laughs> Anthony, I'm man. sorry, but what I saw is that Jack Allison is not a dual threat quarterback, and I know that um, Neil Brown prefers dual threat guys, and Austin Kendall is not a run first guy. But he is a guy that is, has the ability to run. Trey Lowe definitely is a dual threat guy. And in college football, the best quarterback you can have is a dual threat quarterback in college football. NFL, different world. But in college football, there is nothing more potent, nothing more dangerous than a dual threat. And, and Trey Lowe has that ability. The only chance, in my opinion, that Jack Allison has of winning the starting job in any way is he's got to be Peyton Manning. He's got to be able to recognize defenses and, in a way that nobody amen. else does. He's got to be the most accurate quarterback. But here's West the thing. Virginia's That's what seen. I love about competition because you now you realize you have to do all the little things. You have to do the details. You, you can't everything. sleep. You have to learn the playbook. You, gotta, you yep. have to know the audibles. You have to know who needs to be where, when, and Which how. Which coach's birthday is what and what kind of cake he likes. Amen. Amen. And his wife. Don't get it twisted. Everything. That's what you, you need to do. better be careful so. about knowing what his wife likes. But, you know, anyway... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that might, that can lose you the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see. I, I honestly feel so like. So, my next question, the one that I posted today, I just put it on Twitter Tuesday. No, yeah, let me answer it real quick. You don't even have to ask it. Um, the new Lion King is going to be way better than Toy Story 4. <laughs> way better. They did, but go ahead, they did the Simba on. cam, and I held Layla up last did night. Did you? Did you? And I got, a tw- uh, I got a text from Jen Wilt, and it said, I thought I said, why are you holding your kid up during, during the Simba <laughs> camp? But she said, why aren't you? Because she couldn't see it. I did hold them up. I'm telling you, I think the cameraman got a vendetta. Well, no, that's not true. They put me on camera before up there. But uh, listen, good thing I've been doing push-ups. That, that kid's getting big. She's getting tall. That's what yeah, I was saying. I was like, ooh. Um, I, the, no, the poll I put up is who's got the best chance of being the starting running back. Ooh. McCoy, no. Petaway, Brown, Sinkfield. Who's the best chance? You got two seniors. I think I think you got two sophomores. Here's the thing: there's a lot of things that go into that, and the best players. And we're leaving play. out the freshmen. The best players should play, and I feel like Letty and Sink will get a lot of play time. I honestly feel like Neil Brown and them for the locker room will, will at least start McCoy. I honestly feel like McCoy I don't will believe get in start. any locker room. Nothing. I believe this is a meritocracy. The best man will play. Okay, I, I feel like, and I, I think, and I think the way to lose a locker room is to not play the best man. No, I agree with you. I, I because honest, I think what you I do feel is, like if it's, no, no, okay, okay. What I'm saying is, I feel like it'll be close enough where everybody will be working hard enough that the senior will get the start. I don't think he'll be starting by the end of the year. I think it'll be Letty or, or Sink by the end of the year. But I think at the beginning of the year, I'm giving, uh, I'm giving it to McCoy. I will tell you, I'm the okay real with, McCoy. I, I'm okay with any of the running backs because I think they're all Division One starters. I think. Alex Sinkfield has a gear that none of the other guys have. Amen. I think Letty Brown, I, actually, I think Petaway and, and Letty Brown are very similar. And in that case, I, I think Kennedy McCoy, to me, has the least chance of starting. 
Do you think so? That's my that's my opinion. I think catching the ball. Now, right the, now, Mountaineer Nation. There, I think there was the ball in the back. There was like two hundred votes out, and Kennedy McCoy was in the lead. He had like forty three percent of the vote. Letty Brown had the least I, I, that I, I believe. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm curious to see what everybody says in the end. Um, I love the I love the Stills boys are talking about how they just everybody keeps talking about how hungry they are, and I I've ta- we've interviewed both of them. We're gonna have, no hold up. We're gonna have a debate. Me and you, Dante or Darius. Who has more sacks this year? Dante. Dante's, Dante's a better player. All right. You take Dante, I'll take Darius. But for real, you really Darius, feel that way? Darius, me and you, son. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I feel that way. No, no. I, mean, I mean, honestly. Like, um, I feel like... I, feel I, like, I just think Dante's a better player. And I, 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 I think don't, Dante's... I don't mean, and I mean that saying, and I'm saying that telling better athlete. you... Better athlete. But I'm, no, better player, period. I'm, no, no, because... because, and because and he may be a better athlete, but I feel like Darius has his fire. I believe Dante. That's the thing is, I believe Dante has the same fire. And here, that's the thing. I feel like Dante may have the same fire for plays. I feel like Darius the whole time is going to be. I feel like Darius. I I feel like they both end. Listen to me. They both end with five sacks on the year. They both will end in the NFL, first of all. Oh, that's no question. No question. They're both going to the NFL. So when I say Dante's better than Darius, it's not a slight to Darius because they're both legit dudes. So calm down, Janine. Calm down, (laughs) Janine. Look, ain't no need for hate mail, Janine. I'm curious what Reese, what what happens with Reese. Oh, you heard Keith Watson had an interception return a couple practices ago for a touchdown. Whenever I hear stuff like that, really though, that's well, that's one of the things that I don't know that I always was frustrated about spring practice and spring games. What am I seeing? Am I seeing a good offense or a good defense? But a lot of people or a bad say, offense and a but, bad defense. Well, here's the thing: what I read a lot is people talking about how spring is mostly you know controlled by the defense. So I kind of get it. I just want to know. I just that's the thing is why I never care. But right now there's I position battles know. everywhere because there's positions changing. You know, Spurs uh, or uh, what do they call them? I wish that I could take a journey to your mind. Wait, why are we singing that? You said, I want to know. Oh. I want to know. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, who are you trying to mack on that's on the football team? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, um, so there's just a lot going on as far as figuring out who's playing where. Uh, McKivitz, Josh Sills, the offensive line has a chance to be better than it was next last year. Uh, the defensive line, I think, will, will has a good chance of being better, even though we lose Jabril and Kenny Bigelow. Shout to Kenny Bigelow, 31 reps on the bench, 31 to 225 at Pro Day, made a name for himself. But I think Dante and Darius are going to grow up in a big way. I think Reese Donahue is going to show out. Um, I think Jeffrey Pooler. I, I, I don't think nothing about Jeffrey Pooler. I don't know. I'm curious about what Jeffrey Pooler is going to do right. on that defensive line. Um, Miter, but, but you know what? Like, no, 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 no. But, but here's the thing about, about the defense line. When you have people playing ball and people really hustling hard, what I love is I feel like it makes everybody step their game up. Well, yeah, and I want to include Brennan Thrift because both Dante and Darius have mentioned Brennan Thrift in their stories go. on yeah. IG. I'm curious about Brennan Thrift. We didn't see almost any of him. He didn't hear almost anything about Zoop. him. Yeah. And now here we go. So I, I'm, I just, there's so much, it's so much fun to sit and listen and to learn about what these guys are doing. It's it, great. Another, another thing I, that you're going to love being a guy living in Charleston all those years, seeing Kerry Martin and Derek Pitts together on the practice field, seeing those Canal Valley kids. I love that. With good coaching, yes. I love yes. that. Yes, with look good, that, finally with some up, good coaching. Look at that shade. Shade. No, I love it, Jay. Call it what you feel. I'm being honest. It. I love it. And I think, I think Pitts is going to have a big year. Dude is so athletic. I think Pitts is going to have a Dude big year. Dude is so year. athletic. And he has that, like, if you're going to be on the defensive side of the ball, you have, that, have to have that certain, and I hate saying the word, 
I'll say swag. Swag. You have to have that certain swag. You have to have that certain I'm better than you. My better is better than your better. Like you come on the field and I'm going to dominate you because my better is better than your better. And I feel like he has that. You look at any great defensive player, you say, oh, they're a little mouthy. They have to be. They're on an island. That's why they call it Revis, Revis you, Island. You know who my favorite was? Like, I think my all-time favorite college football player that way is? Who? Tyron Matthew. The honey how, Badger. The, he, he's in my top five. Because of how small he was, but he wasn't afraid of anyone or anything. Ed Reed, Charles Woodson, I, I meant, Tyron I Matthew. Meant, I, just about, I just meant about that nasty swagger. I, that's what I was talking about. Not like just overall player. I meant just that nasty I'm just mentioning people who are in his league. Oh, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson, Ed Reed, Tyron Matthew. When Sean I saw the, Taylor. Sean, Sean Taylor. Taylor. Look, Randy Moss said the best defender he ever went up against Sean was Sean Taylor. Taylor. And if you've never seen Dogs. Sean Taylor... If you're too young to remember Sean Taylor, who was cut down way too young, Sean Taylor was should, athletic should, and should, long. Should, should be in the Hall of Fame. He he was like he was like a Robert Sands on steroids. Yeah, no, that, and Robert true. Sands was great for us. So yep. that should tell you what you, what you need to know about Sean Taylor. I, that pretty much wraps it up for me. By the way, um, I don't think there's anything else I, that I really want to say except no, for, no. But by the way, I was getting a little bit into this defensive conversation. Oh, okay. How much did you love? Uh, 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 Matthews, uh, shoot, Tao, uh, what's his name from Notre Dame, the linebacker, number Man five? Tateo. Man, Tateo. Man, Tateo. Uh, I thought he was really good. I didn't think he was as good as people You love watching him? Now? In the league? No, no, college football. Yeah, I liked watching him. I did. I liked watching Man Jabril, Tateo. Jabril, uh, Jabril Peppers. Yeah, 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 from Michigan. Love Jabril Peppers. Um, uh, I, but like for me, Dion, you know, the clips of Dion, of course. Charles Woodson's one I remember. I love Charles Woodson. What are you going to do with Charles Uh Woodson? Gary Stills is my all-time favorite. Def- uh, well, no. Gary Stills and Pac-Man. I loved Pac-Man. I love... Pac-Man, you know what? Pac-Man and Kellen Winslow... Pac-Man and Kellen Winslow Jr.'s face. That... The ultimate... The and, reason why... I- five foot nine Pac-Man against six foot four Kellen Winslow Jr. And him saying, I'll see you in the league afterwards. Yeah. K2 <laughs> saying to Pac-Man, I'll see you in the league. Here's the thing with And that Pac-Man. was before I knew Pac-Man was going to the league. Here's the way I know I love Pac-Man the most. Pac-Man on the field is because I remember every time he got beat by 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 a touchdown pass, two or three times, and I remember thinking, "What, what, what, what just happened?" I remember it to this day. That's how elite Pac-Man was, and uh, it was great to watch him returning punts. Yeah, it was fun, and and that was just my little two cents of people you enjoyed watching, uh, especially on defense, because I'm a defensive dude. But all right, all right, that's it, that's it. We talked about the Mountaineers. Um, we had our spring game. We're, we're, spring game's coming up. Uh, very excited. A lot of different things going on. We should be excited as Mountaineer Nation. So this is Jay and Fiend. I also hate Pitt. Raspy Voice Kids. And we out. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.